Well, good Monday afternoon, and uh, we've had a lot of people to pray for. Um, Brother Glade's dad is in recovery. Everything went well. I sent a, a flock note out to that effect. Uh, we need to continue to pray for Brother Frank. He's in ICU uh, with pneumonia. Need to continue to pray for Grandma. She lost her sister Shirley. Uh, we need uh, to continue to pray for Brother and Mrs. Keys. They're not feeling well. Uh, we need to continue to pray for all the bereaved during the holiday season. And uh, Sharita mentioned a couple people that uh, that lost uh, that, that that she mentioned that were really sick. And they, when we asked how they were doing, well, they had passed away on Sunday. So. It's just uh, it's just very uh, happening quickly all over. Pray for Brandon Hall, one of his workers. They had a mishap at work, and he got pinned between the bobcat and the truck, and he's at the hospital, so uh, pray for that. Continue to pray for Brother Kearney as he travels, and Miss Kearney in Ghana. Uh, pray for them. And all, all the other requests we've mentioned, there's so many requests going on. There's an unspoken we've mentioned for some a teen and her friends and just a real serious situation uh, that we need wisdom for. Just a lot of things going on. Continue to pray. Uh, I think of the Prasad family, Colin and Glade, um, uh, the folks that have lost lo- loved ones, uh, uh, Bert uh, Simpson and Kathy. Uh, just just a lot of folks that that have lost loved ones. And during this holiday season, it's just a tough time. And so uh, let's continue to pray for them. Lord, thank you for the day, and we pray that you'd bless uh, as we look into your word, and we pray that you'd uh, change us. Lord, for these requests, we pray. We thank you for answered prayer, and we pray that you continue to work in the lives of people with the requests we've mentioned. Help us to realize the importance of prayer and that you do hear and answer prayer. Now bless as we continue in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm looking at a verse, the end of chapter 1 of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, look at verse verse 18. For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increaseth knowledge increaseth sorrow. Now, if you look at that, you say, man, shouldn't I have wisdom, and shouldn't I, shouldn't I, have, uh, shouldn't I increase in knowledge, and, and so forth? Well, the context here is, is vanity and the, the vanity of the world. And and, uh, and and so let me let me mention another verse and read another verse just just to kind of give us a context. First Corinthians chapter three and verse eighteen through twenty. Listen to this: Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written. He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and again the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Now our verse, our verse says, "In much wisdom." Listen, here it's a two two prong, it's two prong thought. Number one, we we look at many people as wise in this world, and and it doesn't matter how many degrees you have or or what your accomplishments are in this world they 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 don't count with god they don't make you any better they don't make you any wiser if you if they're if they're of this world see 
the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And we sit here. We're spectators for this. We're Christians, and we, we still give accolades, and I hear Christians giving accolades to fools, people who are fools because their wisdom is the world's wisdom. And so in that respect, it's going to cause you much grief and, you're, and that knowledge you'll increase in sorrow. But there's another part to that. There's another part to that. And Christian, if you seek the wisdom of God as opposed to the wisdom of a man, if you, if, you, if you seek to know God and his word and allow his spirit to work in you, then when you look in the world, when you see the world, the blinders are off. It's crystal clear. You see the wickedness and the ungodliness and the humanistic way this world operates. And so when you think about being wise, make sure that the knowledge you're gathering to use wisely is knowledge of God. Make sure it's spiritual, not carnal. Make sure it's heavenly, not worldly. For in much wisdom is much grief, and he that increases in knowledge increaseth sorrow. Hey, let's, let's have the wisdom of God. Let's, let's look at life from God's point of view. Amen? Well, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, let me tell you, you can, and he wants, he wants you to know him. There's three things I want to share with you. Number one, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Number two, or the second thing I want to share with you as far as this is concerned is Romans 5.12, wherefore is by one man sin into the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men that for that all have sinned. We're all sinners. It's just, just We're all sinners. We're born that way. Number two, we're all condemned. Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. Death, everybody's going to die, preacher. Well, the Bible says in Revelation 20, verse 14, and death and hell were cast in a lake of fire. This is the second death. If there's a second, there has to be a first. What's the first? Physical. What's the second? Eternal. So number one, I am a sinner. Number two, I am condemned. But the Bible says in Romans 5, 8, but God committeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again the third day for you. Uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 23, the last part of the verse says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but ever have everlasting life. Now, if you'll believe that you're a sinner condemned and that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, he was buried, he rose again the third day, then you can call on the Lord. How do you do that? Romans 10, 9 and 10 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right where you are, you can call on the Lord. Let me help you with a prayer. Pray from your heart. Pray, the, the, pray in your own words to the Lord. If you believe that he died for you, he was buried, he rose again the third day because you're a condemned sinner, bow your head and pray this something like this. Dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and because of that sin, I'm condemned to hell. But you died on the cross for me. You were buried. You rose again the third day. I believe. Come into my heart and save me. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, welcome to God's family and let us know so we can help you with the next step. Amen. Father, bless our evening. Give us a good evening, good rest. Thank you for the compliments of the day. Help us to continue to pray for our friends that are bereaved and sick. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and have a great evening.